Hey guys, Joy here. We really have been wanting to do a Mean Girls episode for the longest time. So we were in Tahoe this weekend and we were with Paleo MG, Julie Bauer. We spent all weekend together and we were like, look, it's October 3rd next week. Can we pull our crap together and get a Mean Girls episode? And we did. So we recorded this on Sunday morning, right before we went to the airport. We sat down and had a great conversation about the movie that we quote pretty much every episode. We hope you enjoy it. Please know that there are some F-bombs and language because we're hanging out with Julie and, uh, you know, my my F-bombs come out when I'm around Julie because she's the F-bomb queen and she'll be the first to tell you. We hope you love this episode as much as we love the movie Mean Girls. Well, it's okay if you don't love the episode as much because the movie is amazing. Anyway, okay, here's the show. All right, I'm going to stop this conversation right now. And um, you guys, it's October 3rd. Hello. Hello. It's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. And Claire, Julie, and I are here to honor the movie that is Mean Girls. Um, If you're listening to this show and you've never heard of Girls Gone Wild before, it's fine. We just wanted to do a special episode to honor the movie, the legend that is Mean Girls. I'm breaking for applause. (laughs) We uh, are sitting here in Tahoe. We just had a a podcast weekend with uh, our friends, a lot of our podcasting friends. And Claire and I have been wanting to do this for like the longest time. And uh, it's like three days before October 3rd. So we kind of pulled it off at the the last minute. I mean, we haven't done it yet. (laughs) We're still thinking of that. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be terrible. But we've talking been been talking about it for a long time, yeah. so I think it's uh, it's due time. We've been quoting this movie for five and a half years on our podcast. Um, quite, I'm quite surprised no one has done the like a full recap of the movie yet. Yes. So today's the day. Today is the day that um, it's what you guys wanted and needed in your life, but didn't know that you wanted and needed in your life. This is the podcast. This isn't the podcast you need, but it's the podcast you deserve. 100%. So we want to start out by honoring the legend Tina Fey. Tina, what does she mean to you in your life, Claire? <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's just the best. She is, like, makes me feel good about just being, like, a quirky weirdo. Being a quirky weirdo, right? Like, I feel like she really started the quirky weirdo acceptance movement. I agree. She's maybe didn't start it, but I feel like for our generation, she's been like a a pillar of the quirky weirdo. Very pillar. And then her book, uh, Bossy Pants. Bossy Pants. Thank you. I just like the second I said her book, I just pictured the cover with like her in the suit with the man hands was amazing. It took me a long time to read that book because I just for whatever reason, like I just like had to put it on ice and I was like, Do you I, listen to it. Oh yeah, it's, it's so a much it's so much better to listen, listen, to, listen to, it. to it then. Yeah, have you not listened? You haven't. Have you read the book? Um, I'm really bad at reading any books, so no. I no. listen. Yeah. I have it. She reads it, and then there are parts where she like refers to like SNL skits she did. I think she actually like slices the audio in from the SNL skits and highly recommend. Yeah, it's so much better on audio. Same thing with Amy Poehler's book. Um, so Tina Fey made this movie. And uh, it became a uh, cult classic, would you say? I would definitely say. I would definitely say. Claire and I like to often say that Mean Girls applies to everything. Everything, you guys. And it's one of those things that you never really realize. It's one of those things that like, you realize in your life that you're like, the second anything comes up in your life, you can quote, you can relate a Mean Girls quote to it. Or a GIF. 
or yeah. a GIF. Yeah. GIF? GIF? Do you say GIF? I say GIF. Okay, great. I don't um, say it very often. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I remember the first time I saw this movie was when I was in uh, grad school and um, it you know, it was based off of the book um, Queen Bees and Wannabes, which has so much to do with uh, the mean girl culture. And I think this kind of was also a lot before the um, like the anti-bullying campaigns came out. Would you mm-hmm. say that that was like this was like pre-anti-bullying? Yes, I think so. Interesting question because I went to a middle school that was like super anti-bullying, so my perception on this is very skewed. Oh, okay. Because I was in like my I went to a school that was a very early adopter of anti-bullying. Oh, okay. Put down um, free is the way to be was the slogan. What is it? Put down free is the way to be. Put down free? Like, don't get put down. Like, I'm not going to, like, but put down is, like, an insult. Oh, put down down free. Oh, so you didn't really have, like, a mean girls culture. Not in middle school. And, I mean, everyone has it in high school, though. This movie is my middle school experience. Really? 100%. (laughs) Like, 100%. So who would you say you relate to the most in this movie? Oh, Lindsay Lohan, for sure. Really? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be cool. I'm super cool. And then she was like, I'm going to ruin your life. Oh and my I, God. I switched schools. So you legit ha- – you switched schools? Yes. You had a Regina George. Yes. Yes. And I still remember her name. It was Stephanie. Then her last name started with a C. Because we don't out her. Yeah, uh, we don't. You know, you know worldwide. Maybe she's a great person at yeah. this point. But, man, she was a Regina George. Now she's like a middle school teacher and someone's going to like hear this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man. She is kill- – she's killing people out there. She's ruining people's lives. She's yeah. a life ruiner. Life ruiner. Life ruiner. <laughs> Oh my god! So I didn't really have like a mean girls uh, situation in my high school. Luckily, let's praise the good Lord. So I, I feel like when I watched this movie in grad school, I was like, "Wow, this is this is something that is really relevant to people." Like you can t- you could tell after watching the movie, you're like, "Whoa, definitely not what I expected." Yeah, definitely not at all what I expected. Because like, how many people have you said have you said, "Oh, have you watched have you seen the movie Mean Girls?" And they're like, "I haven't seen that movie." You're like, you're missing out. You're, you're missing out. Like, you have no yeah. idea. It's a statement. Yeah, it's a movement. It's, it's just like flick. it's not a chick flick. So, okay, let's we're we're going to just go ahead and like we're kind of watching the movie as yes. we're talking here and we're starting out with like Katie's first day of school. Okay, so here's my question. Did yeah. you ever know anyone who was homeschooled who was a weirdo? Yes. Like, came who like came to high school? Oh, cuz you grew, you probably had a bunch in your where you grew up. Yeah. So, were there kids in your school who like had been homeschooled and then came to high school for the first time? Yes. What was that like? They were weird. That's fair. Yeah, they were kind of weird because like you have that socially, you have like that socially awkward moment where you're like, you don't know where you fit. (laughs) X, Y, L, O, Xylocarp. Were they like that or were they more like the religious freaks? Well, it wasn't so much the religious freaks, but it's like you could tell that they were socially uh, kind of like delayed. Got it. Not in in like a clinical way, but they just like, they had something where they were like, they're inexperienced. Didn't have all the social exposure that we all had. Yeah, like is you that can't... what we had today or this weekend at the, um, at the party or at the social delays. Yeah, maybe the, the guy who was homeschooled. Oh, yeah. interesting. Maybe, maybe. I don't, be... I don't talk to him, so I don't know. I would be curious if there like have ever been studies done on people who are homeschooled to see like if there is actually a significant. I would. I don't even know how you would measure that. But like, I don't know. It was. It's just interesting. Yeah. I like that they kind of lead with that. Like, here are the stereotypes of like weirdos that get homeschooled. Yeah, yeah. So Katie Heron, like the second you see her on screen, you're like, well, she's adorable. Like she, she's like really pretty. She's like really pretty. 
She's this, really pretty. I also this has to have been the last time that Lindsay Lohan was normal. So yes. have you guys seen it? Seen her in Mykonos? Yes. Recently oh my gosh, that, dancing. The, yes, that, that, that video, video was. I'm like, what uh, time is she in? Like the 1970s. She's oh. like in a, a disco. Full-on polyester jumpsuit on. Yes. yes. Her lips are very big. Oh yeah. She looks like she's aged at least 40 years. Which is weird because. She has so much filler that it's supposed to make you look younger, and yeah. it's, it made her look older. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel I really her. sad. Yeah. I miss her so much. Did you ever see the Oprah um, series that they yeah, did where with she her? was like, you need to get, where Oprah like, gave her a Oprah Jesus. was like, girl, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. Really? I yes. never saw that. Oh, it was such a good show, and I don't know how to find it. If anyone out there listening knows how to like rewatch it, I really want to rewatch it. Can you Google it? I, very fair. <laughs> yeah. you, know that, you know that site, let me Google that for you? Yes. yes. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, Scott does that to me all the time. Where it sends you a link that's like, fuck you. It's like a video of someone typing it into Google. I want to send that to so many people on Instagram. Oh my gosh, I bet. All the time. All the time. People like, you know, you post a picture of like kombucha and they're like, where'd you get that? The worst. And it'll be like, oh, I got this at Whole Foods. Where'd you get that? Like, where do you buy your kombucha? Where, yeah, where in the aisle of Whole Foods, what is it between? Which kombuchas is it between in Whole Foods? I don't know. Ask your personal kombucha buyer. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's so great. Anyway, um, back to the point. Totally forgot what I was saying. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Oprah. Oh, oh, so Oprah. Yeah, thank you. So the Oprah show was so good, but it made you so sad because you're like, oh, you were such a like, sweet little actress. Yeah. And she was yeah. really good. Yeah. I, when I was, so I was like in middle school when the Parent Trap came out. And everyone was like, you look like the girl from the Parent Trap. Yeah. My whole middle school was like very defined by me looking like a 11-year-old Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. And th- up until I was probably like 25, people would be like, you know who you look like? Lindsay Lohan in the Parent Trap. I'm like, she was like 10 in that movie. What? <laughs> Thank you. That Thank was, you. That sh- movie was on in one of the places we were in recently. Oh, really? On this trip, the Parent Trap was on. So we got a lot of Lindsay Lohan going on this weekend. Yeah, we absolutely do. But I, I, yeah, I feel like I like identify with Lindsay on a personal level. Yeah. Um, so, but minus the Mykonos. Right. So uh, they open it up. You know, there's this like outcast person. There's this outcast girl, but she's adorable. And she's starting this new school. Um, the fact that she was like living with her parents doing yeah. research. Research in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> but like the most amazing piece of this is like she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. So you expect like, oh my gosh, like anyone would like accept her into her world, like walking into the school, right? So and like look at this jacket she has on, this green like cargo jacket. Like cargo now that's, jacket. Like, all the thing. That's the rage now. Yeah. So she's not looking like anything out of the ordinary. She's like a little like midriff showing. Yeah. She's got her side swept bangs. She's like on she's on trend without even trying to be on trend. Yeah. And but she's I feel like that is harder to do than you think. Yeah. Um, so she's looking cute and she's walking into a new school. Like the feeling that she has right now, everyone can relate to that where you're like walking through the halls yeah. and you're like, oh my God, this is like horrible because no one, like I don't know anybody, but I'm being brave and I'm trying to like make friends. And she walks in and tries her- to introduce herself and is like the first person she talks to is like, never talk to me again. <laughs> yeah. Literally, never talk to me again. Yeah. So right off the bat, she's feeling like, okay, oh this is God. not a not a good situation. Um, but like, I, re- I just remember being like watching this first part and then when Tina Fey walks in I'm like oh my god okay so she's got Tina Fey as a teacher like right. things are going to be okay for her but clearly the first day of school things are not going well for and her and the first day of school sucks for everyone on on different levels and I feel like you we've all had that feeling whether it's like starting high school for the first time like I always went I was in the same school district in the same neighborhood my whole life so I never like had the experience of really truly starting a new school because I was always with the same kids but even still like that first day of school there's just so much at stake it feels like yeah 
or the and you're like, I could be a new person. I have my like new limited two T-shirt on. Yes, limited two. I pretty much my whole wardrobe was from limited two. Did Not you, a night. Did you pick out outfits the night before? Oh yeah, but only for the first day of school, and then that habit ended immediately. Would you do it? Oh, yeah. I used to design my, like, I would cut up clothes to design my own outfit. I would, too, because I try so hard to, like, be different. Totally. And it's just like, but you want to fit in at the same time. Exactly. You don't want to be made fun of, but you want to be different. It's like the weird balance that you don't want to be the, like, super nerdy outcast or, like, the goth kids, but you kind of want to, I kind of want to smoke outside with them. But I just remember being like, I didn't have that much money. And so mm-hmm. I was always trying to like find ways to look cool yes, with no same. money. Mm-hmm. And I would like go you in my parents. Yeah, you could try Sears. I would like try it. I would like. I shopped all the time. Me too, actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gordman's. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do Gordman's? Oh, mm-hmm. great well, t shirt. If, if it wasn't at the mall, I did not go there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the night before, I'd always like try to plan out outfit. What? There's a Gordman's right by my house now, though. Yes, they yeah. still exist. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? I don't. I'm not familiar. It's like it's a, like, like an off-brand Forever Marshalls. 21 Marshall sort of thing, like for yeah. younger people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So immediately we're you know in a situation where Katie Heron walks into school and the first day of school she's like, okay, I'm the freak. I know nobody. I remember when I was in junior high walking through the halls and like so badly just being like, I need a friend. I need someone to talk mm-hmm. to because I I came from a school. I kind of like lived this too because I came from a school that was not into like the main feeder school. So I was an outcast um, and had to make friends like right away because I was like, uh. so you just like grab onto anyone because yeah. you're like, I just need someone. It's like when you make friends with like the your orientation roommate at college and you're like, we're going to be best friends forever. And yeah. then you get there and you're like, oh, you're a weirdo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But they were your first friend. Yeah. I'm like still Facebook friends with my orientation. Totally. Same here. I'm like, I'm Micah was her name. She had a massive lazy eye. Yeah. Like, like looked completely the opposite direction. Yeah. It's a bummer. Still friends on Facebook. I heard it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So first day of school. Here we are. First day of school. Here we are. And she meets this girl and she's like, you know, in her classroom and she gives you about me. Yeah. Yeah. She's like doesn't know how to act is to- totally socially awkward because she's trying she's trying to be so nice she's like she she's really trying but she doesn't know how and it's like the mean girl culture she doesn't even know what this is right yes. she doesn't know that like that like people like make out in the okay. classroom this is your thing about like the sexually active band geeks too yeah. so that's like well, kind of the first like thing you see are these because that is my that's my favorite table because it totally exists and it's totally hilarious it's yeah i would say that's my it favorite table because it's the most specific. so accurate yes all right, so Tina Fey walks in, and Katie bumps into her and spills coffee all over her. Yes, and so, Thanks like, bad start. Her. Everyone's already – she doesn't want anyone to pay attention to her, but she's, like, clearly bringing attention to herself. So she's got <laughs> herself in a situation where she's, like – you know, she's the nice girl. Like, yes. she's trying to be so nice. And here's the thing I think about society in general right now is, like, we're all just, you know, I think, at our core, like, just nice people. Right. But when you get exposed to, this, like, these cultures, I think, like, this is why Mean Girls is so relevant and so amazing is because, like, when you get exposed to, to like – pockets of people that you're like well i guess i should socially be associated with this yeah. person because of status you like turn off your better judgment you turn off your better judgment 100 percent. and so like the poor girl is like walking into the scenario where she's like i have wholesome parents i lived in africa my parents are very smart i was homeschooled so i was was i was Wait. sheltered from all the bullshit and 
then she walks into this little microcosm where she's like exposed she has like no idea what this is about she's like trying to figure it out and i think on some level i'm like trying to make it like a little bit relatable to how we are right now because gosh darn this movie is so relevant to everything it's totally relevant like to work to anything like it's you know i think it's relevant when you think back on your high school experience no matter who you are because whether or not your high school is like super clicky you had these groups and you you know there was some like inner drama that happened and we all have these moments where you're like what just happened like why is this happening to me what just happened you feel like you're going crazy because you're like what are the rules that I'm not getting? Yeah. Why does everyone else know the rules and I don't? Why can't I go to the bathroom? Yeah. I need Yeah, why? Why do I need the lavatory pass? Yeah. Which is again, like you you're you're a student and you walk in and you're like, "Why don't these people trust me? Like I never yeah. lived in a world where adults didn't trust me." And so she's trying to figure this out. So clearly though, she's you know, comfortable in her own skin, but then she walks into this is this is like such a parallel to a social media right now. Where it's like you're already comfortable with your own skin, but you're exposed to all this bullshit and you're yeah. exposed to negativity. And then all of a sudden you start questioning yourself. And that's why I'm like, oh God, I love this movie so much. Because then it it really shows like this doesn't go away. Like yeah. no matter even this movie could be 40, 50 years old and it like doesn't go away. Now, Julie, I remember you talking about um you yeah. were the girl that sat in the bathroom yes. over lunch. lunch. In the bathroom. Yep. Ate my lunch in the bathroom stall. Like, I didn't know that really happened yes. to people. Yes. People are just so mean. And I was like, I don't have anybody to sit with. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to hide. So we just go in the bathroom. And you would like sit with your plate and just yes. eat? One hundred percent just like that. So when you like let's just pretend for a moment like you could sit with someone. Like if you did sit with someone, what were they sound like were they like, get out of here? It was like, you know, the girls who were like looking at them and putting, looking, yeah, yeah, putting yeah. a backpack oh. in the seat, looking at that and whispering to each other. Yeah. Julie. I know isn't oh. it? that's why I'm probably kind of a bitch now. But then just have a hard shell. Oh my god! And I but think, it's funny when you look back at it. Thank well, God. And it's funny too because I think like you would most people like would see your like blog and your Instagram and everything and be like, oh my gosh, Julie's like always been always so been popular, and popular and like yeah, bathroom girl, bathroom girl, bathroom girl. Or I'd go. My dad has a store in town, and so I'd go eat lunch with him. I was like, Dad, why can't I just be done with high school? Why can't it be over? And you you tried to graduate early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got done. And then the last semester was super fun. I took ceramics and dance. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I like, had like all these off periods and then I just did dance and it was so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so bathroom girl, um, she has to eat lunch in the bathroom because she's like, what the hell? So then we meet Damien and Janice. Yes. Like... I, I, I think we need to just keep it going because well, it's going to be way too to distracting. We, oh. I don't want to get too far ahead of okay. meeting the plastics. Um, we're about to meet uh, Janice, Ian, and were we meeting? We're meeting Janice, Ian, and Damien for the first time. And the second you see them, the two together, you're like, these are going to be her people. The either these are going to be her people, or these people are going to be like the complete antagonist of the movie. They're going to take her down at first, right? You're like, are these people good or bad? Are they like good or evil? Because they're definitely um, that like heart the hard shell, yeah. Especially Janice, where she's like Janice, Janice has been through what I went through. Janice has yeah. been through it. What Janice? Nice wig, thanks. It's made out of your mom's chest hair. Right. Like she's she's fiery. She's funny. Fun fact: they almost didn't cast this actress as Janice because they thought she was too pretty. 
Yeah, really. I read that. Mm-hmm. She is, does she did she lose a lot of weight or does she just look heavier because all the clothes she wears? I in think this? it's all the clothes. I, but that was the thing is like yeah. they put her in like a bunch of baggy clothes. They like did her hair weird. They did her makeup weird specifically to give her this look because in real life. She's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Isn't she in like the mass? Is it Master of Sex? Yeah, she's that in show? a bunch of movies or a bunch of shows. Yes, and, yeah. yeah, and she is beautiful. Yeah, and she's an amazing. Actress. Awkward at all. Yeah, yeah. and in their clips. Right. So that was the thing. Like they put her in all these like big heavy like jackets and layers and like weird hair, and they almost didn't cast her because they were like, "Is she too pretty? Like, is it believable to think that she's like the art freak?" Yeah. yeah. And she is beautiful. Like when you you see her, you're like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Which I think that's another piece of it is like, she's so beautiful, but she makes herself look like a little more edgy Mm -hmm. that you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on there because her beauty is like phenomenal. Um, The other thing that I read, it's like, I'm pretty sure this is true. I haven't like fact checked any of this, yeah. but that um, Lindsay Lohan was supposed to be G- Regina George. Yes, I have heard that too. Yeah, and she didn't want to because at the time with her younger sister, she didn't want her younger sister to see that as like, wh- who she was portraying. Hmm. So she didn't want to be portrayed as the mean girl because mm-hmm. she her younger sister at the time was so um, impressionable. impressionable that she was what? like, I, yeah, Lindsay she, Lohan, I know, come on, like, she had Mykonos. morals. Yeah. She had morals. The things Lindsay used to worry about, right? Yeah. Now she's like just now she's doing like fun drugs, doing and car Mykonos. commercials in Japan. She really? No, that's a oh. me girl's <laughs> See, this is where I was like, mm, I'm not going to ruin no as much as you guys. <laughs> is she really? Yes, Julie, she is. I mean, she might as well be. She might as well, but yeah, she did, like doing this, like, she's like selling boats in Dubai or something. That's for real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you Close sure? enough. Are you lying to me? No, no. <laughs> Boats she's in like, Dubai. No, she's like, I feel like she's like the spokesperson for some like crazy new hotel in Dubai. What? Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Very similar to. It just makes me so sad. Still, like, there's moments when yeah. I turn on this movie and I'm like, oh, girl, man, Lindsay, you just girl, come just, hang out with us in Tahoe, yeah, Lindsay. We'll like, bring you back. She needs some normal friends. Yes. She needs some normal That's friends. The thing is, I feel like when people get famous and then there's nobody around them to be like, dude, no. you are losing it. You're no. going off the deep end. Everyone yeah. is yes people. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I speaking from Lindsay experience, being as famous as I am, um, you guys missed my joke. Oh, oh, how famous you are! I did. I was sorry. I was too busy talking about going to. <laughs> we're just thinking about goop yeah wait what happened with goop wait no we're talking about like having yes men around you all the time oh, and so you don't realize like, like how yeah, nuts like you are coffee enemas are great or because like everyone's like yes jade yeah. eggs yeah. they had they had a lawsuit about that i saw yeah goop yeah. had to like pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars for telling people to use jade eggs in their vaginas yeah oh yeah Get out of here, Gwyneth Paltrow. Seriously. How many jade eggs do you think got stuck for people to for, to have like a class? Way too lawsuit? many. There's a lot of x-rays that were probably just, you know, displayed at that lawsuit. I still, it drives me crazy. One of her cookbooks where she's like just out of bed and she's like holding a plate. I'm like, you couldn't even put on mascara for your photo shoot? For your <laughs> Sorry, I'm not you supposed it's to It's fine. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to like do a preface that this is explicit yeah. language. Julie's here. So, <laughs> but put on some goddamn mascara for the cover of your cookbook. I'm I didn't even see that. This is her hair. Which is which cookbook is it? I don't know. I'll find it. I'll show you. But guys. the nude look is going. in again. Christina Aguilera no. started it back, you know, with the freckles when and Kylie all. Kylie got her fillers taken out. Now everyone can Everyone's just. Everyone's going, oh, no natural. Makeup. Yeah. yeah. No. no makeup. No makeup. So, um, where were we? Uh, <laughs> Janice and oh, and Damien. Oh, no, no, no. And I was, I want to finish my thought because, like, um, yes, um, yes, men. Um, yeah, the yes men. Like, 
Lindsay Lohan, she could just, like, if she just really was around people that were, like, telling it like it is. But this is what money, this is why you don't make money. Well, it's like, like when don't Regina, get rich. It's like don't when Regina rich. George goes on the cranberry cocktail diet. She's like, I really want to lose three pounds. And everyone's just, like, perfect example. Yes. Like, everyone's like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Like, no, oh my you're, God, so no you're not so skinny. And then she just goes, Shh, shut up. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Exactly. So- I also want to talk about Damien. Yeah, please. We cannot gloss over Damien. I mean, we will continue to talk about him. Right. Forever and ever. But in her, in Bossy Pants, she talks about how Damien is like, yeah, oh, I have that cookbook. Yeah, put on some uh, Julie right just pulled up the It's All Good cookbook by Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. yeah that cookbook She looks like she's to, 12. To take out yeah. the dent in your hair from sleeping in a ponytail. That cookbook did teach me how to roast a chicken, though. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really crispy skin. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, Important. I won't buy it, but no. I'll, I'll trust you, you. You probably already know how to roast a chicken with crispy skin. That's so true. I didn't. My mom got me that cookbook, though, to be fair. I think okay. somebody did. Anyway, okay. Damien. Do not blame so, her. Did you guys no, have a Damien in your lives, in your school? No, I didn't. Me neither. Uh-uh. Nobody was out. No, nobody no. was out. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, I was in that generation where that just like wasn't a thing, especially mm-hmm. because I grew up in a Mormon town. So right. that yeah. doubly wasn't I mean, a thing. No. We grew up in the Boulder area. So like if it if you were gonna be out, that was like but the great place to be. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if we I'm mm, now I'm thinking. We would have one person that we were like, mm, maybe, but not not Damien style. No, definitely not. Um I was really involved in choir and student council, both just like Damien. So I feel like if we had had one, I would have known. Yes. But Damien is based off of a real person in Tina Fey's life. Really? When yeah, I remember. Involved, yeah, this is in Bossy Pants. Yeah. Yeah, she was like her, her whole first like chapter or two of Bossy Pants is about this amazing community theater program that they put on it in the summer times in her town. And she talks about this like really fantastic flamboyantly gay guy who like worked in the costume department. And she was like, I may have written the character Damien after this person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's amazing. Like, the second you see him on screen, you're like, oh, man, I love these Wonderful. two. I really hope they're yes. on her side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Okay, but then shortly thereafter, we meet the plastics, and everything yeah. just So, but we cannot there. gloss over the PE teacher, no. by the way. Like, the PE teacher in this movie is 100% everyone's PE teacher. Completely, except for the making out of the students part. Yeah. Hopefully that didn't happen. Hopefully. Um, so, she's befriended by these beautiful creatures, Janice and Damien, yes. and they're taking her outside, and you kind of, like, you're still set up to be like, are they going to be friends to her are they gonna be like throwing her under the bus um but then they immediately talk about this new culture of the high school uh, you know drama and uh caste system and they're like you need to know these girls of course all the plastics are in the same gym class so, all right, let's enter, talk about the plastic. So you, they enter the screen, and it's three girls that, again, very stereotypical that I think that in most high schools, you see these girls that you're just like, they're celebrities. And they're, it's, like, so accurate because Damien's like, if... They're if, teen royalty. Yeah, they're teen royalty. Like, if they were on the cover of a magazine, of, like, a gossip magazine, they right. would be on the cover. And immediately, everyone can relate to this because they're like, we knew those girls where you are... You're obsessed with them, but you hate them at the same time. And like, even in the way that they're that Janice and Damien are talking about them, they're like they're they're lusting after them, like yeah. in a way that they're it's like just the like so fat. They're exactly like the Kardashians, yeah. and so everyone is obsessed because of this status that they have, and they want to know what that world is like. So they don't have it; they want it, but at the same time, they don't want it. And then they start they cut to like kind of 
inter, you know, quote unquote, interviewing everyone in the school and every single person claims to know something about them. Every single person like has their little tidbit. All these rumors, like her favorite movie is Varsity Blues. She does car commercials in Japan. I hear her hair is insured for $10,000. Like, weren't, didn't you have that person in your school who was like, like we it, had a girl it, and it was like, she never wears the same outfit twice. And she's model. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. But like by association, you feel like you're famous because you kind of know her. Yeah. Because you, you like can sat talk next about to her, her in yeah. English last year. Yeah. But don't we do that in real life too? Like some people oh. are like, it's really funny. We were just All talking weekend. about that this morning. All weekend. Yeah. Okay. I completely forgot about this up until now. My locker all through middle school was right next to, like, the number one most popular girl's locker, just, like, alphabetically speaking. And it was, like, this whirlwind of social activity at every passing period. Like, people would mob her. And I literally had the locker right next to her, and I was always just, like... And so I became, like, popular by association because, like, if you were in line to talk to the really popular girl, I was right there. Oh, I want to watch this as a fly on the <laughs> Weird. It was very weird. That would be so weird. And I was like, yeah, but it is, like, that piece of if you're close to someone, like, yeah. what is what does that status mean? Right. Like, right. why do we have to have that status of, right. like, yeah. I know Regina George. Right. I was like, the girl whose locker was right next to Jessica's locker. Yeah. Jessica. Oh, my gosh, Jessica. Her all named Jessica. So even though this movie came out in uh, – can you look it up real quick? <laughs> Um, like 19, maybe it was like the 2000s, 2004. like 2004. Thank you. Fact check as we go. Um, 2004. Sometimes I, I watch this part. I'm like, it feels a little racist. But I feel like a little bit racist. Yes. But also. And like, by when I say that part, we're looking at the uh, map of the high school cafeteria. Yeah. And so it's like you have unfriendly black hotties, for example. Um, Asian nerds. Asian nerds. Cool Asians. But at the same time, like. Girls, girls that don't eat. Girls that eat their feelings. Yeah. It, it's and, band geeks. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah, there's accuracy, accuracy, accuracy with that. But then there's a part of me that's like, is this over time going to be one of those movies where you look back and cringe and you're like, ooh. But I think that was the point is that they were like, they overdid it for effect of like, this is, these are the groups. Like, these are the ways that we split ourselves up. These are the ways that we identify ourselves. And isolate from and, getting to know each other. Yeah. And like, sure. yeah, it's all, it's all about just like that label. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got to say, Rachel McAdams as Regina George. Fucking oh, brilliant. Flawless. I, I She's flawless. I can't ever get over how she nailed this character. Nailed it. And how all of her characters in every other movie have been so, so completely different. different. And that she would still be, like, she would do a movie like this. Yeah. I mean, and it does have, you know, Tina Fey. But, and then to move forward and do these crazy, insanely amazing popular movies. And this was her part in this, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's just Kendrick. Yeah. I, she's actually, I think like as old or just a couple years younger than Amy Poehler in this movie who plays her mom. Oh, I didn't know that. Are you serious? I remember when they were talking about how they had Amy Poehler be the mom and they're like, she's so young, but we just couldn't not yeah, have her seriously. in this movie um, because she's so amazing. But every time I see it will always astound me of how brilliant she is in this character. Just the the way she's so um, kind of flippant about her attitude and about her popularity, like she knows it, but it's like the, those girls that you're like, where the fuck did they did get confidence like this in high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where, and I think that's what, wouldn't you say that like that is the, the epitome of like the popular girls? They have that confidence and like steadiness that like no one has, but they but, want it so bad. Okay, but I feel like they all, okay, first of all, Amy Poehler is eight years older than Rachel McAdams. Okay. But- I feel like also they are the epitome of like under – did you ever see the movie Inside Out? Yeah. Where at the very, very end in the ending credits, they're like sh- listening to the thoughts of all the different people sort of in the community and one of the – and they do the popular role. And in her head, she's like, oh, my God, is my eye- is my, like, my mascara uneven? Are they going to know? Like, 
this is so exhausting. I can't believe, you know, like it's, it, on the inside, they're like, you know, it's that like analogy of the duck who's like calm on top of like pedaling like hell underneath. Mm. I feel like that's still the popular girls. Yeah. They just mastered that earlier. That's true. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I think, I think you're right, but it's like one of those things that, the dynamic of all of being, <laughs> I know, sorry, we're watching this like as we're talking, but like the dynamic of the, of the popular girl is yeah. always like that piece of, we just want a piece of what you have and yeah. whether, and especially it's because, one of the tiara. oh, it's one of the pieces of the tiara so bad. And like the fact that she's rich on top of it. Yeah. I mean, does that, do you feel like that correlates with all popular girls? Cause I can't remember the girls <laughs> in my high school being like, like, no, because they have to wear their brand name clothes. They have to have, like, true. they're the ones that's setting the trends. Yeah. What was, so like, the brand? rich, they have to have parents who will, if, even if they're not rich, they have parents that will buy them right, the whatever. Right, Yeah, whatever. exactly. Hollister. What were the brands when in your town? Um, I think at the time it was probably more, oh, my God, I'm not even sure. Like Esprit? Um, it might be Esprit. Like, when I was young, young, it was Guess, for mm-hmm. sure. Guess was, like, the status symbol. Yeah. Um, but mostly clothes like from, you know, Contempo Casuals or like the, the kitschy stores that we had. We did have a 579. Like it was the 135 of the Mean yeah, Girls. It I was called 579. Yeah. Did you have We that? had 579. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember it that. It used to be in Colorado Mills. Oh, I never made it to Colorado Mills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only I went to the Crossroads Mall. Did did you guys have where the guys who wore Lacoste? Yes, polos. Several of the, them. Several. What? Yes. Yes. Layered. Oh, layered. Multiple. Pop the collar. Polos. Mm-hmm. All collars popped. Yes. Wow, I don't remember Abercrombie that trend at all. Yeah, but here's the and thing: so it's like Abercrombie cologne underneath. Yeah. Oh my god. So it just like smells like every polo had its own layer of Abercrombie cologne. Oh yeah. my god! I can't walk by an Abercrombie store. No. Can anyone? Sorry. Worst I, headache. Um, they have some really cute clothes right now. Actually, I do have a sweater from them that I really like. Yeah. I post some uh, pullovers recently for fall. Mm-hmm. Love them. I forgive you. Um, Love them. I, so, yeah, Abercrombie was the big one. Tommy Girl. Like, you ever, you had to have a t-shirt that said Tommy Girl on it. Oh, I don't remember that. That was the thing. Um, this is probably why I wasn't that popular. Because I'm like, I don't fucking even remember the clothes that were popular yeah, back then. I just wanted. Puka shell necklaces. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. You well, because we're that. in Hawaii. You're in Colorado. Thing. <laughs> we want it in. We, we want, want it, it in. in. Uh, so they said, like, the Damn. popular girls sets the standard. Yes. Like, they set the standard of the culture, right? So yeah. then, Like, they cut out boobs, and, like, next day everyone's And right. everybody wants to know, like, yeah. what's hot right now. What, saw, what trends do they we follow? I saw Regina George wearing camo pants and flip-flops, so I bought camo pants and flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Right. So what is cool in this moment? Yeah. So, okay. So we, we see the plastics. Karen and... Um, Gretchen. Gretchen are sitting at the table with her, and yes. clearly the minions, right? They're yes. clearly the little minions. Um, but just as popular for whatever reason, you know, her father invented toaster stools. We don't know much about Karen. Like she's kind of like the third wheel that kind of like came in because she's probably beautiful and like has yeah. big boobs but and blonde. Everyone forgets about her because she's such a slut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the three of them, and there has to be a threesome because she's probably got to have one. You, you can't you just have, have, have one. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to have a tiebreaker and you can't just have one follower. Like you right. have to have multiple yeah. Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. So this is like pre-Instagram. Definitely not a dictator if you only have one follower. 100%. Yeah. In so, the group, friend group I was in with the Regina George, there was three of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I got kicked out for another person. Did you really? What yeah. happened? Um, I so don't remember. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, man. Did the you wear your hair straight after that? Spraying, it's spreading rumors like crazy. Yeah. It, like weird. Oh, my gosh. Ru- you know when you're in seventh grade and you just believe everything? Yeah. Yeah. She was like that. 
I'll have to tell you a rumor afterwards because it's just not appropriate. Not appropriate to put on a podcast. No. Yeah. Um, I feel like, too, that even kind of going through this is, like, very therapeutic yes. because we're all, like, we all have the scars from high school. Yes. Yes. Even if you had a good experience from high school, it's it can be so terrible. So, okay, so she meets the plastics, and she's kind of, like, questioning this because she's, she's, like, like oh, my gosh. fascinated by them. And, and like, think, I'm intrigued. Well, I think also, like, she has no, she has no context for realizing that if people are fascinated by you, it's not a good thing. Or, like, you can act nice about being a nice person. Yeah. And I think this is, like, the first time she ever comes into contact with somebody who is Acts fake. nice, but is fake. She doesn't know what fake is. Because everyone fake. in her life has been very genuine, very right. real. She's, like, helping animals and, like, you know. Right. She's like, Regina seems nice. Like, no, Regina is not right nice. Yeah. She's a life runner. Yeah. And so she doesn't get this concept. And so anyone who's nice to her, she's like, oh, my gosh, this is great. But you can tell she has, like, a little bit of guard up because when she's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, that bracelet, where did you get it? It's so cute. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this person's being so nice to me. Totally. And so she's like, she has no idea that, like, what's lying underneath is this horrible person. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then Aaron Samuels comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. Aaron is the, like, number one hot hot senior guy. He's the year, you know, he's the senior he is dreamy, and he little does she know he's Regina's ex boyfriend. Who was the who was the Aaron Samuels at your school? Oh man, the Aaron Samuels at my school was probably Garrett Salas, who I went to prom with. Oh my gosh, you've talked about Garrett. <laughs> <before. laughs> and that like all of the senior all girls, of were the senior so girls pissed. were so pissed. So I have to tell the story because it makes me so happy because it's like the shining moment where I had like a moment of popularity. Um, Garrett Salas was like the Aaron Samuels of uh, of our high school. And I was a sophomore and he was a senior. I have no idea why he asked me to prom, but it, it was great. And I was just like, oh my God. And all the senior girls hated me because they're like, why would he ask her? I'm like, because I'm a cool chick. Um, and I looked good in my dress. So I would say him in my, um, like as a senior, but in my class, it was Tom, shit, I'm going to remember, I'm afraid of his last name. We don't need to know his last name. (laughs) But Tom, O-M-G, was gorgeous. Yeah. So dreamy. Quarterback. Why are they always the quarterback? Always the quarterback. Yeah. I don't remember. But but, but larger than life where you're like, ah. Right. I can't talk to you. You're so good looking and you don't know how, like you just don't know how to handle it. There were, I forget their names even now, but I, I can see them in my mind's eye, like these upperclassmen who like, so at my school, they don't, they took this away because it turns out it was like a, like school shooting, um, what's what I'm looking for, like um, risk factor. But the seniors had a balcony. And so literally they, we, the seniors physically lorded over all the oh underclassmen. Oh my God, that's weird. And so, oh my way, God, that is weird. Yeah, yeah. So the way that my school was set up is it was on the side of a hill. And so you, there were just these two huge ramps and like, we're talking like five stories and there were these huge, huge, huge ramps. And so to walk from the bottom to like, everyone in my school was skinny because you had to walk up and down these like super steep <laughs> ramps all day long. And you, so the way that it was set up is like, the student center, or the what do they call it? Student center, um, where all the underclassmen's lockers were, were sort of like down on the kind of ground level, and then the next level up was where all the seniors' lockers were, and it was set up so it was like this like Lido deck overlooking everyone else. They have since turned those away because they were like if like someone up there. Oh, there was totally! Like, like you could like just oh. people off as they walked by, but. So you were, like if you were like a sophomore, you would sit there and you would see these like boys up on truly the larger deck, than life, truly larger than life, and you'd be like, oh my gosh, it's like, I I I can't even remember any other names anymore, but one of them, his teeth were so white that you could like see his teeth 
from like across the you know across the school you were like he just was so dreamy so dreamy and then i'm trying to think in my like my year who it was and i can't i i never dated guys from my own school like i always for some reason dated guys from other schools so i can't which was also intriguing Yes, I like was, it really I was, was. Whenever someone's like, "Oh, I'm dating someone from Westwood High School," totally. you're like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, it's, how did you even meet them? Yeah, it's, it's like, like, how do you meet anybody outside of your school? Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and then you're like, "Do they even exist? Like, yeah. is that really a person?" Right, but. my boyfriend in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, so freaking Aaron Samuels comes on screen, right? And like, tracks. it's the most perfect setup because he turns around and this face of beauty is staring back at her those eyes that hair and she is like starstruck so she's immediately in love and uh having the feelings so the relationship begins with aaron samuels now all of a sudden she's like into this world of like oh great like today is starting off awesome like i've met people yeah. i had some good friends i had some good interactions i met a really cute boy but here's the other thing is like Katie Heron is freaking smart. She's a smart girl. She's smart. She's like killing it. She's in senior calculus as a junior and she is killing it. Yeah. So we enter this world as well of like you can't be smart and and pretty and popular yes, at the same time. Totally. So this is now like becomes the sort of sub, sub one of the subplots of like Katie's really smart and but it's not socially acceptable to be smart. And so throughout the movie, she has to hide it in order to like maintain her popularity yeah so she's all of a sudden kind of like she has this conflict because you want to be accepted but she's so freaking smart that the cool people aren't the smart people no. um but clearly she's starting to get the message that like to be cool you have to be you have to like be fake and you have to like wear the same clothes as everyone else and yes. you know whatever hang out with the plastics so, so the next day is wednesday and on wednesdays they were pink on wednesdays they were pink um, so then she realizes this, that the uh, she's kind of caught in this uh, conundrum because Janice and Damien are like, oh my gosh, they befriended you. Tell us everything. And yeah. And then she's like, she wants to be friends. She's she's just so confused. She's so confused so because she's still, she's still at her heart of hearts, Katie Heron yeah, from Africa. And so she's. Okay. Were you ever like torn between two friend groups? Yeah, Totally. Totally. I was always like that middle person mm. did, because did you, did you feel like they were like tearing you in two different places or was like, okay, that you were, it was person? okay. But I also, I always had that conflict of like, you felt like you had to pick a side. Yeah. And in high school you had to, and you had to have your label. You had to have your label and yeah. you had to kind of, you couldn't like have three buckets of friends. Right. Like you could, but you had to have a loyalty to one. So what, what would you say if you, if you had had one label in high school, what would it have been? Definitely cheerleader. Okay. So, and that was the hard part for me. I will be, I mean, I was a high school kid, but um, the cheerleaders and the dancers were popular. Yeah. So I wanted to 100%. You wanted the cheerleader label. Yeah, I wanted that label. But it was one of those things where, you know, I also had really good friends in other areas. And so I was like, oh my God, but I want to like hang out with this person. But if it, you know, if it came down to it, I would put that above like any other social situation going on. Mm. So if it was like, anything to do with like football players and cheerleaders, I was going to that over another. Like I yeah. prioritized that. I was just like, it's kind of shitty, but they were nice they people, were but you like feel like you do have to pick a label. I will say the one funny thing about my high school is that the cheerleaders were jokes. And, and it was like the, the girls on the dance team were popular, but like everyone made fun of the cheerleaders. Oh really? Yeah. Ours was kind of like that too. Yeah. Cause they were not good. They were terrible. Yeah. See ours was like state champions. Like oh, everyone no. was like really good. Well, and so there was a difference. You had the actual cheerleaders who had like stand on the sideline the whole time. And then you had the dance team that per actually performed at halftime. Oh. So the dance team. Yeah, that, that they See, were, we were both. We were called oh, a spirit line. 
Mm. We did everything. Yeah. So the dance team, you actually like danced. The cheerleaders were seen as like football team groupies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where they were literally getting hit in the head by a football and trying literally. to catch it. Like they Karen. Like the wannabes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The cheerleaders were like the, and so it, the hierarchy was flag girls for the band. Actual. We had to do flags too. Oh. We were everything. Yeah, no, Damn. flag girls yeah. to the band were like bottom rung. Bottom rung. Yes. Uh, this is totally our yeah. school too. Cheerleaders were like, if you're going to be a cheerleader, basically like the cheerleaders were the girls who couldn't make it on the dance team. And the flag girls were the girls who couldn't make it, make the cheer. Or the flag girls were like the girls who were band groupies for some reason. Very weird. I think my label was like student council nerd. Yeah. That was like my, I also was in choir, Was that would have been my, like my, secondary label which both of them so cool you guys should be totally jealous of how cool it was in high school but i like did the most with student council i think yeah yeah what about you i know you i don't know what my label would be i was in choir and loved it Mm -hmm. but i have no idea if i fell under a certain label because i wasn't with the cool kids i wasn't with the nerds i wasn't with like goss or band geeks no i didn't play sports so it's just kind of on my side you were just julie yeah i was julie like, with an eye i would park as close as i could to the exit and so as soon as i got out of school would i would leave. get in my car and leave as quick as possible i spent so much time at school like i had a like miserable family life in high school and so i would get to school i like picked the activities where you had to like an out like inquire you would have to get there an hour before school started and do like an extra rehearsal and then afterwards with student council i would always have something to do so i would be at school for like 12 hours a day oh my good yeah. So, gross. so now we're uh, at the scene where Katie is sitting at the uh, lunch table with the plastics and they're explaining the rules to her yes. and they're asking like they're trying to be nice to her. They're like, you know, what's really funny is they wanted permission from Regina George that we're accepting her into the group. And I think the Karen and uh, Gretchen are kind of like hesitant about this because they're like, wait, where does that leave us in our stance? Like, is she okay. going to be the favorite now? And they both just want to be the favorite of Regina so badly. And so it is kind of like that popularity by association. Um, and to lose that status is like, they're so scared. It's like so it's it's definitely like a, what'd you say? It's like Voldemort. Yeah. Um, Everyone it, wants to be the right-hand man. Yeah, it's like... If, the, you, if you can't be the queen bee, you want to be, like, the first in command. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because, God forbid, you get kicked out of the group. Like... Well, and that's the thing is, like... It's social suicide. It's social suicide. No. That's the thing is, like, if you're not the queen bee, you you recognize, like, I could be out at any moment. And in high school, like, social currency is all there is. Is all there is. Yeah. All there is. Like, and then the second you graduate, you realize that you're, like, it's all, like, it's all oh, facade and bullshit. Right. And none of it matters. But when you're in it, you can't not be in it. And can we mention that Lindsay Lohan's wearing one of Damien's t-shirts, right? Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't have any pink tops. Yeah. So she wears Damien's pink polo. Yeah. Which I love because it's like such a, it's such a nice little like juxtaposition of like how she's trying so hard to be in both worlds where she's like, I want to like help. I'm a helper. Katie Heron's a helper. And so she's like, I want to help Janice and I want to help Damien, but these girls are so nice to me and Katie doesn't know how to be mean. Right. So she has like, she has not a mean bone in her body. So, but she's also so impressionable still. So she's kind of like just this malleable person that's trying to be like, okay, I'm, I'm the nice person. I was just raised to be a nice person. Did you totally have people in your high school or your middle school who had like tofu personalities? Like who they just adopted the personalities? Oh, 100%. Around. I think a lot of people did that. Yeah. Because I, I did that I in did, this situation. Yeah, I did that. that. There were times when I would do that. Like I would absolutely be like, um, I would be the yes person because I wanted to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I, I never did it to where it was like challenging my morals, but I would always like go along with what I never was like thinking for myself. 
So she's learning the rules here at the uh the, the lunch table and she's they're like oh my god have you met any cute boys and then this is when she like definitely knows that like holy right. shit there's a hierarchy here that i need to mind yeah she's not allowed to like aaron samuels yeah um which she's kind of devastated inside because she's really confused and she's like oh darn like i really like him like he was really cute well and then this is the part where gretchen's like well you wouldn't try it. you wouldn't buy a skirt without asking your friends how it looks on you first and she's like i wouldn't yeah and gretchen goes exactly yeah right and it's like that's also the moment where I love that line because it's so true. Like high school was your, every decision you made was completely crowdfunded. Like you could not make a decision by yourself. Everything else it was like, and when we were in high school, cell phones didn't exist yet. So we actually passed like physical notes. Oh yeah. And oh. right. I had and you folded boxes. Them? Yeah. And like the little boxes. triangles. Why did we keep them? I have a couple. Oh, I wish I, I think my parents found them. It was a oh, whole right. shopping bag full and they, whole I pray to God did not read it, any of them but hopefully just threw them out but like it would I just remember you know you would have to get so many people to weigh in on any decision you were gonna make yeah like prom dresses how many people went, did you go prom dress shopping with like a million yeah mm-hmm. to like get the right thing and make sure that you were wearing the right thing and right. that it got approval so they have this, um, the rule of wearing pink on Wednesdays, which is hilarious because you're just thinking like, this is just another way for them to set themselves apart yep. and for them to um, give the message that they're a clan and that, that they're a community. Right. That they are like, yeah. right. You this are, is our thing. Well, and, they're exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't know the rules, yeah. then you, you, then like. This is our that, tribe. You're well, not allowed. And I think too, it's like, it's like a funny way of saying, you know, you well, obviously this is why we're the only three who can do this because we're the only ones who know the rules. Mm-hmm. Like. It's just straightforward, you know, anyway. Yeah. And so she's trying really hard to kind of like, yeah, like she's trying really hard to, you know, put the feelings on, uh, uh, the cap on her feelings for Aaron Samuels because she's like, okay, well now I know there's kind of like this thing that I can't, and there's these rules around us. I guess I can't like him. Um, and then she gets into the mathletes, which is adorable because like the mathletes is she's like invited to the mathletes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, and then she doesn't realize that, you know, she's just, again, she's such a cute yes girl mm-hmm. That, oh my God, Kevin Nippur is like one of my favorite characters of this movie. Yeah, she totally doesn't know. And I and that I think is like the whole kind of point of this movie is if you take someone who completely has no preconceptions about any of this and just drop her into the middle of this like crazy world, you know, which way are you going to get pulled? Is will, will good or evil prevail? Yeah. Will good or evil, evil prevail? So and, she's like, yeah. Yeah, and the mathletes like... For her, again, here's an example of it being like, they're being so nice to me. I'm good at math. And this is where she's like, I think I'm going to join the mathletes. And they and the plastics are like, no, 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 you can't join the mathletes. That's social suicide. And it's so like, immediately okay, well, social status. And have social status. Right. Social status is number one, like 100% number one. What do you think Janice and, and Damien's obsession and uh, like kind of infatuation with knowing about them is? Why are you so obsessed with me? Um, because clearly they put Katie into the situation to try to like learn about them and be like, you got to find out everything. Like, what is that about? That's just not, I think it's like palace intrigue. You know, it's like, why do we watch the Kardashians? I don't watch the Kardashians to be clear, but like, why? (laughs) It's okay. I do. I know you do. But like, why is that a thing? Like, why do we care? It's because they're on this pedestal and we are curious and we want to know. And we think their lives are so, and of course they are so different, but their problems are also so the same as us in many respects. Stupider. Yes. And yeah, because they have so many, so much money, they don't have to worry about the normal, normalcy that we do. right. Yeah. And I think we just so are so interested by 
what we wish we had. Mm-hmm. So with Regina George, she's super rich and she's super popular. And so everybody else doesn't have that. And you want to know, like, what does she have that I don't in a respect? Totally. Yeah. And I think like it, it, it's such a good symbol of, I mean, this why it's so relevant always and forever is because the social status is what is what matters to people. Um, like deep down, they kind of everyone wants to be accepted. Everyone wants to have, you know, the shiny, fancy things. But then realizing like that doesn't make you a good person. Um, but it's just really funny because like Janice and Damien, like they're the most beautiful human beings but they've been done wrong and i think there's an then an element of intrigue like you said where they want to be like i want to find a flaw yeah you want to find a flaw and like what's under the hood like what is really happening behind closed doors that can make me feel better about not being liked by them yeah you know like what can i what can i point to that's wrong with these people so i can be like well i knew all along that she was a heinous bitch yeah exactly like okay now i can go to bed at night because i know that her life isn't perfect exactly um so they're trying to like find out and then like katie's the perfect person to kind of be the mole to go in and figure out what's going on with this society um amy puller as the mom is the most hilarious character oh because she's like so one, one of the most iconic lines i'm not like a regular mom i'm a cool mom yeah and she has all the time. I okay. use that about me and Jackson. Like when I give him treats, I'm a cool mom. Yeah. I want people all the time are tagging me in like wine glasses and things that say that. Yeah. Okay, and also let's talk about her pink velour tracksuit. Yeah. Did Perfect. You, did you own one of those? I didn't. I never jumped on that train. Did you? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. That was very J-Lo. Like may, mm-hmm. maybe more when I was in college. Yeah. Like I like the velour jumpsuits really took off. But like clearly she's a stay-at-home mom that just like does fancy things all day. Has a phenomenal boob job and like hair and makeup and a velour jumpsuit. And... So then, so then, like, Katie is brought to the house and she sees, like, whoa, Whoa. I don't even know what this world is. She's starting to be exposed to body insecurities. She's starting to hear them talk about themselves, like, oh my gosh, my shoulders are too wide and my nail beds suck. And this is such, like, an important scene, too, because it's like, I think that this is where. It's a genius way of breaking up this issue of people just finding flaws about themselves and picking them apart. And, you know, she's sitting there watching the, the three girls look at themselves in the mirror and just like, oh, my gosh, my, I hate my hair. You know, she's like, I have – at least you can wear halter tops. I have man shoulders. Like, ugh, my nail beds suck. My nail beds suck is my favorite one because I literally have had friends even recently be like, oh, my God, my nail beds are huge. I'm like – why is is Who's that even ever thought that? Yeah. Who's ever thought that? Like but what? Like, you now can, we're all you looking. Can, yeah, you my can. Nail beds, what's a all, nail bed? My nail beds all like face different directions. Like, like my front nail, like yeah. tits. Like it. why? Like that flaw on your body right. and making it an issue is really concerning. But it's such like a high school thing. That. Yes. Totally done that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, Have you? like one oh, of my yeah. eyes opens further than the other, and I because I got hit by a. Um, uh, football in my eye once and I was like so subconscious about it in high school that I would like when I would take pictures I'd be like try to open one eye more than the other no one ever in my life has ever noticed it ever noticed yeah. exactly all those little tiny yes. things and so Katie's like I thought there was just skinny and fat but no apparently there's a lot of things that can be wrong with you yeah so she's all of a sudden exposed to this yeah. like world again where you're not supposed to like yourself and self-confidence is not okay so she's kind of like oh god I gotta pick something and we forgot to bring up the line where she's like we're at the very first time Regina meets her she's like why well, don't I know you you're really pretty and Katie's like thank you and she goes so you agree you think you're really pretty like you're, it's not okay to accept so, a compliment it's not okay yeah. to even accept a compliment yeah and she doesn't know that but like how true is that you know, even to this day, I have a hard time accepting compliments. If somebody's like, you're going to, you know, you did a great job. I'm like, oh, it was no big deal. You know, I tried to deflect. Yeah, you want to pass it off. 
But in Katie's world, she's always been raised to just be like, thank you. That's yeah. really nice of you. That's what you should say. If somebody tells you you're pretty, you should just say thank you. Yeah, and that there's no conceit behind it. Right. Like, you yeah. can accept it and be like, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so she's she's clearly, like, had a big first day. Yes. She's had a big first day of school. She's realizing mm-hmm. that there's all these rules she has to abide by. She's very confused, but she wants to fit in because at that age, you want to fit in. And she's trying. She's trying really hard to, like, live the both worlds of Damien and, and Janice because they're being very nice to her. And then the plastics have accepted her in too. So she she goes. She can sense like innately that this is a big deal. Yeah. And so she's also kind of like representing all the social groups, right? Because she's got Janice and Ian, um, Janice and Damien. Damien. She's got the plastics and then she also has the mathletes. And so she's like this person that can kind of be a fighter for all the groups and like a spokesperson for all the groups. But then she's like, okay, well I can't do all of this because ultimately I have to pick one and social status seems to be the one that's like the most popular, the most Mm -hmm. important uh, according to everyone else, not to me. Like inside she's like, has such conflict. And in high school, like you were even talking about it with like the cheerleaders. If you had to pick between your grades and like your social status, or, you know, if you're going to pick, like, am I going to the mathlete party or the cheerleader party? Like, you're going to the cheerleader party. Absolutely. I always envied the people in high school who could be in all the different groups mm-hmm. and still be popular with everybody. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you have that much confidence yes. to be, like, in band, to play football, to, like, to do all those things at once and everybody thought you were cool because of it? Nobody... Like, ever... Yeah. yeah. And I feel like... Girls had a much harder time than yeah. guys could do whatever the hell they wanted to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To this day. To this day. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Forget about it with the social status with the guys. It's like, I'm sure they deal with it, but like, that's why Mean Girls exists is because it's like such a thing with females. Yeah. And so, like, Katie starts going on this journey with the, with Mean Girl or with the, <laughs> with Mean Girls, with the plastics, um, that it's a life of deceit and it's a game. Completely. And Janice and Damien are like, you have to go, basically, tell her, you have to go undercover. To report back everything you hear and in the meantime katie is like exposed to this world she never ever ever knew existed where people are trying to like get a one-up on you and they're trying to like trick you and trying to you know get things out of you and here we arrive at the most iconic moment and the on reason october why we 3rd, wanted <laughs> on october 3rd he asked me what day it was it's October 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can always relate to the time yes. when, like, the boy asks you, yes. like, the stupidest question. Like, do you like ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys, did you guys ever have those three-way calls where someone yes. would yes. screw you over like they just did? I remember all those, and I'm like, I feel like this is a trick. And that girl would do that all the time and try to make me say mean things about someone Stephanie? else. Stephanie? Yes. Stephanie C. I don't like this girl. Oh, my gosh. She's the worst. I wish I could look her up. Yeah. No, let's not. Let's not give yeah, her that nah. much attention. Don't but give it to her. Don't give her the profile views. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so. She probably, like, sells fit tea or something. Man, she used to hurt her dog. <gasps> so she definitely is a serial killer. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Right? Animal cruelty is just. I tried to call animal psycho. services on her. Psycho. Because I would cry because she would hurt her dog. And I would try to call animal services like when I was at home. And they're like, you have to give your name. And I was in seventh grade. I was like, I can't give my name. Like, yeah. someone will kill. She'll kill me. And and so I couldn't report her because mm-hmm. I couldn't give a name. Ugh. Isn't that? That's yeah. screwed. Yeah, that's, that's messed worse up. than plastics. Yes. Okay, I love this part too. By the and way, I, we have like time check. We have like 10 minutes. To okay. Let's like, <laughs> okay. just so, like roll right through. So, we got through 15 minutes uh, of yeah. the movie. Okay, so as the movie <laughs> progresses, Regina totally screws her over with Aaron Samuels. 
she then goes on a complete and total like three-point mission, three pillar mission to take out Regina. To take out Regina because she's like, oh my God, like she's I a just terrible person. Yeah, she's she a realizes lifer. she realizes the moment that that Regina George kisses kisses Aaron at the party that she's like, oh, oh my gosh, like now I'm pissed. Like she finally like the beast is it awoken. Hits. Okay, but I have to ask you before we recap too much. Yeah. What was your did you ever wear slutty Halloween costumes? Never. No. I was so insecure in high school. Like I mean everyone was insecure, but I did not show my body in whatsoever. College, did you? Nope. What was your like? What did you dress up as? Um, actually, to be fair, in college I did dress up as um flash dance. So I wore like you know tights and a oh, yeah. and a leotard. Yeah, that's not really like slutty. Though. No, I was not one to show my stomach yeah. or anything. I never did a slutty costume, but one year I went out with a bunch of girlfriends. I must have done a slutty costume, but I went out with a bunch of girlfriends and they were all like dressed super slutty, and I wore an lar- a men's extra large union suit. <laughs> And, like, with – I was, like, a lost boy from Peter Pan. So I had, like, a little tomahawk and this, like, giant union suit. And all my friends were in, like, these little slutty costumes. And I was in, like, a literal <laughs> giant – and I was like, hey, guys. Okay. <laughs> I basically showed up as, like, Katie Heron as an ex-wife. And all my yeah, other friends totally. were, like – One of my friends was, like, a sexy crocodile. Oh, why – how can you be this sexy – You can make anything yeah. sexy. Julie, I feel like you had sexy Halloween costumes I, in college. I mean, when I got my boobs done. Yeah. Yeah. But it was never, it was never quite this like Playboy bunny. Like I would never show my butt or like too much leg or anything. Mm -hmm. It would just be like a dress that was shorter. I forget what I was, but never. You did like the Leg Avenue brand costumes where it was like the little like bustier or whatever. It would be, I would buy like children, a children's outfit. And so it'd be like a squeeze your boobs child. on in. Yeah, squeeze my boobs on in. Um, so you were like slutty Buzz Lightyear. <sighs> <laughs> Not quite that, okay. but I. It was also like, oh, it's October and it's yeah. freezing cold, and yes. we're in Fort Collins. So yeah. how am I supposed to wear that little of clothing? Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't too crazy, but I mean, once yeah. I got my boobs done, things were low. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So here, <laughs> yeah. So here again, we go on this journey with like. Katie Heron being the person that's like, I'm just clueless. like, I'm just going, I'm clueless. I'm kind of going off of like, ooh, Halloween's supposed to be scary, but apparently like these are not the rules. So she launches on this three pillar campaign to take out her army of skanks, to take out her hot bod, and to take out Aaron Samuels. Yes. So and she's now with Jan. She is now in this conundrum and this conflict that Janice and Damien are like, hey, we will help you. Like, yeah. I can't believe she did you wrong. Um, this is this is kind of like the fuel they needed to get the revenge. Okay. And they needed, yeah. like, something to get revenge on Regina George. So all of this, I don't want to, like, skip the entire movie, but I feel like we've pretty much, like, summed up. We've encapsulated it Where all. we're at at the beginning. So I want to just skip to the burn book. Totally. Okay. The burn book has come up already at the beginning of the movie a little bit where it's like, write it in the book. Like, this is where they have a literal physical book where they write down just shit about everyone. Yeah, with which Janice and Damien are, like, obsessed with and they know it exists. Yeah. And it's like, this is where all of their power lies. Like all the power lies in this book. Is in them just put, put down you, freeze, did you, you guys. Just, like, putting people down. This is the book that makes them feel superior <laughs> to everyone else. Yeah. Did you ever watch Charmed? And they have, like, the book of whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, that's their version of the book. Totally. So towards the end of the movie, they are adding more and more to the book. And ultimately, this is how Regina get like, when the whole movie is them trying to sabotage Regina. And then it comes back around and Katie hosts a party at her house that Regina is not invited to. Yeah. And at this point, Regina 
has been dethroned. Yeah. She's dethroned because of the out of this book. Yes. And everyone's kind of like seeing her. The, no, 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 she's, no. Oh. She's dethroned because they take her oh, down. Oh, that's right. They take her down. They, yes. They, 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 yeah. Down. She's no longer, she's no longer the, the, right. the top dog. She's like, you know, she's yeah, gained all make, this weight. Right. They make her gain weight so she has to wear sweatpants on a day where she's not allowed to wear sweatpants. Right. So they're like, you're breaking all these rules that you set. You you're a hypocrite. This. Yeah. And let's just get, let's just fast forward to that part of the movies. So Katie has a party at her house where she's like, this is going to be Katie's moment. Aaron is there. She's He's just broken up with Regina. Gretchen and Karen are like, have, you know, they're, Katie's the new queen bee. Yeah, and they're getting so sick of Regina's antics that they're like, we just need to, like, what yeah. was the big thing that distanced them from from Regina? The, um, the Jingle, Bell Rock, Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, yeah. Like and the Jingle Bell Rock where they, like, where, I'm trying to think in my head, like, where Katie starts to rise. Oh, and the, um, the Candy Canes. Oh, right. So yeah. so she's starting to kind of like be like, you know, Regina doesn't like you as much. Yeah, Regina doesn't like, like, so Karen is just like, whatever. They yeah. know that the Karen doesn't She'll go just with go her. with whatever. She but has to crack Gretchen. Yeah. So what she does Thank is. Thank you. Cracking yeah. Gretchen Wieners is the crack key. Again. Take crack again. Crack. You have to crack Gretchen. And so what she does is she, Katie sends these like, you know, candy. Did you guys ever have this at your yeah. school? Oh, absolutely. And they were absolutely a status symbol. Yes. I don't send them. I just get them. Yeah. Where it would be like Valentine, you know, Valentine's Day, whatever. This was like over the holidays that you could send candy grams, candy canes, and candy gram. And Katie sends one to Karen and sends one to herself, quote unquote, from Regina, but doesn't send one to Gretchen. So now Gretchen thinks that Regina is like mad at her. Yes. And she so just all of this starts to crumble. Secrets. Yeah. So the secrets come out. And That's then, how Katie finds out that Aaron's cheating on, yes. or that Regina's all of the, the plan is the plan is working. The plan is back in motion. So in one fell swoop. Gretchen no longer likes or trusts Regina. Erin breaks up with her. And then she, over the time, has Regina's been getting fat. And so she doesn't fit into any of her pants. Yes. And she doesn't fit into the dress at 135. Yeah. And apparently this is a big deal in the social it's status. It's a big deal. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were in high school, like being, like the fat, you know, gaining weight or being fat. Sure. Was like, like took you down. You There was nothing worse. Yeah. Yeah. So... Regina. So the party. So we're at the party. So Katie has a party, doesn't invite Regina. Regina finds out about it, freaks out, publishes the bird book, copy, photocopies all the pages, and puts a post about herself in there, which is like evil genius. Yes. Evil genius. Yeah. Where she's like, oh my gosh, we're all victims here. And the one person not in it. hmm." Right. There's only three people in the entire school who aren't in this book. Yes. And so. And it's Gretchen, Karen, and Katie. Yes. And. So the pages get outed. It's full on war. Full on war. It's like everyone in the school is suddenly it's like a like a mob yeah, of angry upheaval of everyone being like, oh my gosh. Well, the only the other thing is like it starts to to break out all these quote unquote secrets that like other people are saying about each other. Right, and so you totally realize like every single group is totally dysfunctional. Everyone secretly hates each other. Like nobody is having a good time in high school. Yeah. No one's having a good time. No one's having a good time in high school. So we have to... Hold on. Did you feel like you eventually were like, had that moment of realization, like everyone is having a shitty, like everyone's barely keeping it together? Um, Not outright. Honestly, not outright. Because I feel like everyone really did try to look like they had their their shit together. Um, But... Did you like where you are you able to look back now and like realize that everyone a little bit 16 like what are you supposed to do like a little bit but when you're in it it's like the most it's all you can do like I just remember even like the the thought of us having to move to another school yeah terrified me 
because I was like, oh my God, I have to start somewhere else. Yeah. Like, because we almost moved to a different state at the time for my dad's job and thankfully it didn't happen. But I just remember thinking like, that will be the death of me. Yeah. How will I start over? Yeah. Like Like, all this social collateral. Yeah. Yeah. Social collateral. Huge. So she's at this point where she's like, Okay, she. Didn't, I don't think she got in over her head. I don't think she head. realized like the shitstorm that was going to happen. And I think like that's this is the point where Katie also realizes like I have to take accountability for my own actions. I can't because she has totally just been going along with whatever is going to happen, and she realizes like crap, these people are not nice. Yeah, and I didn't realize what was happening. And like when you're, I feel like that a lot of us had that moment in high school where all of a sudden you realize like I have to. Every man for themselves a little bit. like A little, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, it, it's like until you hit that rock bottom yeah. to where you're like, oh my God, I just got to dig myself out of this. And like the true lesson really is like you just have to tell the truth. How great is Mr. Duval, by the way? He's great. Like and Mr. That- Duval is so great. Like he's just, he's the principal that like just wants nothing but good for these kids. And then when they start, like he just loses his shit when they all kind of like, you know. I did not move from Chicago for this. Well, Okay, and we also just witnessed one of the best lines. Everyone says I'm lying about being a virgin because I use super jumbo tampons, but it's not my fault that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. And just the way she says vagina, vagina. Vagina. <laughs> she over enunciates a wide vagi- set vagina. vagina. <laughs> she was just the perfect person for that line. So good. <laughs> whoever she is whoever, out there. Whoever casted this movie is a genius because yeah. every single person fits it to a T. Yes. It's like so perfect. Oh Miss Norbury. Okay, so Tina Fey, obviously, the the myth, the legend is in this movie as Miss Norbury. And she has to come in and just be like, all right, we got to get these bitches together and like really come like come to Jesus basically with the girls. Um, so she's trying to call it out. But honestly, like she knows that really this isn't going to work. Right. Like calling it out isn't going to help anything. But she's trying so hard to give them this pep talk. So they go through this whole like exercise and then basically more truth comes out mm-hmm. that like, you know, um, that Janice and Damien are the ones behind like the yeah, Regina all sabotage. Of it, all of it. So then like the rage comes out where like the rubber meets the road and she yeah. finds out that um, really she's getting a taste of her own medicine. Completely getting a taste of her, own, of her own medicine, but like finds out that this girl who she thought, you know, like I like invented her. Yeah. That she has been scamming the whole school year to like take her down. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, again, she's like, but this is my game to play. Like, you right. can't play this game. So right. it's it all kind of just, like, everything blows up in everyone's faces. So um, let's fast forward to, like, I don't know, what you feel like the... The culmination? Yeah, the culmination. Okay, well, Regina gets it by a bus <laughs> very soon after this. She's, like, on her way. She, she like... Figures out what has all just happened. She storms out of the school. But why does she have to get hit by a bus for all these lessons to be, like, pulled together? Because I think she has <laughs> to be, like, she has to totally hit she rock bottom. She has to hit rock, rock, rock there bottom. There has to be, like, literally nothing she left for her. has to be her. laid out 100%. And, you know, and that's also the moment of confrontation where she's telling Katie, like, do you know what people say about you? They say that you're a less hot version of me. And, like, you know, this that Katie is not innocent in any of this. That, you know, they both are just just as, like, terrible of people. Yeah. Same thing, like, when Janice got pissed off at yeah. her. Where she's like, oh, I just play with the little birdies and, and I'm from Africa. And I just, like, am this nice little person. She's like, you're just like them. Yeah. Like, you have turned into them. Totally. So where Janice is trying to be, like, the voice of reason. And really, like, at the same time, like, she was, she's so, she's using, I mean, she's just as much of a player in this. Because she's, yeah. like, using Katie as, like, this pawn to go find out things about the mean girls. Um, but then she realizes, like, oh, my God, I've also created a monster. Yeah. Like, Janice is just as much, uh, like, a part of creating this monster as, like, anyone else. Completely. Yeah. 
I think it's interesting too, like when I think back on high school and you think back of like, you had no, I mean, I never like set out on a plan to take anyone down, but you never think ahead about your actions. Like you never think like, oh, if I say this, it's going to like create this cascade of, you know, drama or gossip or anything. And I think that's why high school gossip is so terrible is because when people say that stuff, they don't think, oh, this is going to ruin this person's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, not to, you know, give the benefit of the doubt to Stephanie for starting rumors about you. Yeah, this girl. She was a hoe. But dog beater. Yeah, dog beater. No <laughs> way. Beater. We don't like her at all. Um, so, like, the beauty of this is, like... <laughs> go here. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even go, go to this school. I'm she like, Damien just so bad wants to be, like, in... He's like... <laughs> this is I, an iconic, like, frame. Another iconic frame. Where he has the, like... Periwinkle hoodie. Because he just wants to be in with the glasses. girls. Like, he, he wants, wants to be yes. in with the girls. He wants to be in the conversation. And so he has his hoodie on and he's like got his glasses on and he wants to be a part of the conversation. I wish my school had had a Damien. I Me wish too. so too. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Love it. So, you know, we're ending the movie and it's wrapping up. And really, the lesson here is Katie has gone into this social world, this microcosm of like craziness that is high school. And she's been tumbled around. Like, she's been tumbled around in the dryer. She's, like, been ping-ponged back from, like, Janice's world, Damien's world, the mean girl. She doesn't know who she is. And, I mean, would you say the theme is, like, finding your own identity? I think Staying true to your identity? Yeah. I think so. But And I also think that it's just, like, the reason why this movie is so universal is because we all went through this transformation that Katie went through over, like, Years, you know, years. from middle school yeah. to the end of high school. And it's so have, ugly, but you do it. You have to go yes. through it. You yeah. have to go through being completely naive to being completely, like, on your back, like, completely rock bottom to then being like, okay, I have to own my own shit and, like, I have to take accountability for myself and I have to find people who actually care about me. And the reason why this movie is so relatable is because it happens to her in one year. Yeah. And she's, she has the whole arc. Yeah, she's got the whole arc and she's got the whole journey of, like, self-realization. It's like the hero's journey. Like, yeah. she does, you know, she takes, like, the social odyssey and – she, you know, eventually, like in the end, every you know everybody's like happy with each other, or whatever. But it's just, I think that's why it's so relatable, is because all these things happen to her. And even though this hopefully never happened to you all in one school year, because like that would be horrible, you can look at any one of her experiences and be like, oh my gosh, I know how that feels, and it sucks. Yeah, but you can't bypass it. You can't like bypass the growth, and like you, can't. you can see right there, like there's a moment when they're doing the truth, you know, the yeah. truth talk with Miss Norberry in the gym. That that when the truth comes out, Katie feels so bad. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I have become you, but I never wanted to become you. Like, I wanted to become – I wanted to be accepted by you guys so bad, but what I have become is so far away from who I am that I don't even know what to do anymore. Like, the way she dresses, the way she talks, the way she looks, and it's like – you know, she's tried so hard to to develop this persona that will be accepted by these girls, but she she knows like deep down it's like just yeah. so full of shit. So then Regina gets hit by a bus. And <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is The ha- castle crumbles. The castle crumbles. It has to happen because now like Regina is completely like has nothing left. And it puts her in a position of like completely knocks her to neutral. Now she has sort of like the worst thing that can happen to her has happened to her and so there's nothing left to do to Regina like she's like completely out and Katie is sitting there realizing like I don't want to be the new Regina so like where does this leave me yeah and in all this time she thought 
I I thought all I wanted was Regina to be out of the picture. Now that Regina's really out of the picture, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want any of this. And I don't want what, like, I've spent all this time building up. And when it first kind of started out, almost like a joke with Janice and Damien. And now she's like, but I've invested so much time into this status. Like, where do I fall now? Okay. So, you know, at the end of the movie, she ends up giving this beautiful speech at the prom about, like, how we all need to accept each other. Sorry, sorry. Sprinkling. God. (laughs) Do you even go here? Um, like the, you know, everyone needs to be, everyone is beautiful. Everyone contributes to something. Everyone gets a piece of the, piece of the pie. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're complaining about someone's lipstick on their teeth, it's not going to make you any cooler. It's like, you know, when she's doing the mathlete thing where she's like, yeah, me like making fun of um, the lipstick on the teeth isn't going to make her any worse or make me any cooler. It's like yeah. we all at the end of the day just have to do our best. Do you feel like you ever had, like, a moment or was that sort of something that ha- – I feel like that is not typical for you to have, like, one experience that makes you realize – Like, a takedown and, moment. And, yeah. again, like, I think that's why this movie is relatable because it is so just condensed. Yeah. But for most of us, I think it takes most of our, like, 20s to get to that point. Yeah, to realize you, that you're, like, I'm so far off from who I really am deep yeah. down. I don't have to pretend to not be smart. I don't have to, like, take, out, take people down around me in order to, like, boost myself up. I can just, like – own the things I want to own and just be cool with other people. And the thing that I like about this movie too, I mean like a million, million things, is just that like at the end of the day, we're all just like, we all get knocked down yeah. with with everything in life. Like it, you're always going to have knocked down drag out fights in your life. And the, like, this is like the ultimate, how do you recover? How do you stay true to yourself? How do you, how do you listen to your own voice? And for some people that takes decades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though this is like a movie that is set in high school, we can all relate to a point in our time, a point in our life where we're like, I am so far off from like who I really want to be. And at the end of the day, like this is truly who I am and I just need to accept it and feel good about it. I think um, in my whole 20s, I was trying to be someone I wasn't. In my 30s, way better. And I think, honest to God, at 41, I'm like, I think I've finally like arrived. arrived. But to be continued, because I feel like when you turn 50 and 60, it's like gets even better. But <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like even something like this, watching this is like, yeah, you need to just like say what you mean, mm-hmm. be who you are. People are either going to love you or they're going to hate you. The um, thing is, no matter what kind of person you are, people are going to love you and hate you. Either, yeah. And that's what I, f- I feel like I found out in high school. It was like, oh, when I'm really mean to everybody and I try to be the cool kid, nobody likes me. When I'm super nice to everybody, nobody likes me. So why not just be exactly who I want to be, move forward, and continue to improve upon that person? And yeah. I feel like that's what yeah. that's what you get at the end Great of the way to sum it up, Julie. Yeah, great way Thank to you. sum it up. And um, people will will either blah, blah, blah. people will either love you or they'll hate you, and it has nothing to, has do, with nothing to do with you. Yeah. Did you see that thing I posted on Instagram stories a couple weeks ago? That was like, I know as a woman I'm supposed to hate getting older, but I love this shit. Like every I just become more unapologetically me. Yes, like it's the best. That is what I hope for everyone listening right now. That you can just like go and in, go inside and speak to your 16 year old self and be like, you know what? You might have made some mistakes, but I love you for it, and it made us who we are today, and let's just keep down this road of loving who we are and just being being equal parts mathlete and popular girl and lip gloss and lipstick on your teeth. Just let yeah, it happen. We all have lipstick on our teeth at some time in our life. At some point. How did you not with your dark lipstick? I, you know what? It's all about drying <laughs> your teeth off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have to just kind of be keep being aware you have of it. Super white teeth. So then yeah. when you do get lipstick on it, it, it is obvious. It's very you obvious. You crushed it last night. Yeah. Thank you very no much. Situations. It's not. Yeah. It's really not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Um, but, you know, for, for everyone out there, if you're dealing with a mean girl, if you're still dealing with a mean girl, because I know. If you are a mean girl. Or if you are a mean girl. <laughs> 
Um, but I know that there's, especially in female groups, there's still that bullshit that happens. We hope that our, our recap today of this beautiful movie that we love so much <laughs> has helped you realize that your Katie Heron is beautiful and yes. shines through and you and are beautiful. And your Janice Ian, wear your purple, no wear your purple suit. Say. Wear your purple suit. Let's sing. Go. No. Sandy's going to get mad. Sandy's going to get mad. Guys. Love you guys so much. Go watch Mean Girls. Happy October 3rd. Happy October 3rd.